Amen. Uh, Philippians chapter number four, starting at verse number six. Amen. Um, and Lord willing, we'll go to our sheet on tomorrow, if not tonight. But uh, this scripture fell on me as we were singing the song that we were singing. So maybe somebody need to hear this in Jesus name. Amen. Lord, we ask you to bless this service. Amen. We ask you to bless the teaching. Amen. You know what I have prepared for tonight, Lord, but I pray that you will just guide us tonight. Amen. On where we need to go. Amen. So that your people may be encouraged. Then they, they may receive knowledge. Amen. And receive revelation today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen. Let me decrease and you increase in the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes. Amen. Philippians chapter four and verse number six. Be careful for nothing. Be careful for nothing. Amen. Maybe hard to understand what he means here by be careful for nothing. But really those words, when somebody's going through something, amen. Y'all know life can just hit us, right? Amen. Life just happens sometimes. Praise the Lord. But no matter what we go through, we have to keep our when we go through, we need to go through with our faith. Amen. Don't give up on God. There's a song that says, don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. He's able. Amen. Amen. Be careful for nothing. What that means is don't be worried about nothing. Praise the Lord. People worry in life so much. And the reason we worry is because we have lack of faith. Hmm? Can I talk to you? The reason we worry is because of lack of faith. When fear presents itself to us, we want to hide. That's our uh, first thought is to have flight instead of fight. Praise the Lord. Amen. But. What the writer's trying to encourage us here is to have faith in God. Hallelujah. No matter what's happening. Now, trusting God is hard sometimes. I'm telling you. Trusting in God is hard sometimes. Sometimes we trust in God and it's an easy thing. Praise the Lord. God got me. God got me. God got me. But sometimes you go through some things and you think, whew. I don't know, Lord. <laughs> I believe you exist, but um, I don't know, Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You're going to have to bring me out of this one. Amen. I done did all I could do. Praise the Lord. Amen. And the writer here is telling us, be careful for nothing. That means don't be worried about anything. Praise the Lord. Some people worry about what they're going to eat, what they're going to put on, what they're going to wear. What is this tomorrow? Gonna, I, I don't know what's going to happen on my job tomorrow. I mean, what, what in the world is happening? Praise the Lord. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't have no more money coming in until next week. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I got more month at the end of my money. <laughs> but we all want more money at the end of the month, right? But you got more month at the end of your money. Praise the Lord. And Lord, I don't know where I'm going to feed these kids. I don't know how. I mean, I don't know what else to do. But trust you. 
Amen. Because stressing about it is not going to help anything. Stress ain't going to make your hair fall out or thin out. Hmm? Stress will take your appetite away. Come on and talk to me. Huh? Stress will turn into depression. Hmm? Praise the Lord. And you don't know how many people in this world are depressed. Just want to sit in a dark room with nothing to do. Just so depressed. Praise the Lord. Get headaches every other day because they're so stressed out. Huh? Having heart conditions because they stressed out. Praise the Lord. Having health issues because of stress. Why are they stressing? Because they worried. But listen, the writer's trying to encourage us. Be careful for nothing. Hmm? Don't worry for nothing. Am I talking to you? Amen. Don't worry for nothing. Amen. Now, this may not be a word for you right this moment, but life will happen at some point. You need to put this word in your pocket and carry it around with you and say, you know what, Lord, whenever my time comes, help me to trust you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Be careful for nothing. But he said, but, but, see, you need to circle the word, but, amen, but in everything by prayer and supplication, hmm? In everything, not in some things, but in what? Everything. everything. By prayer and supplication. Hmm? Let, with, with thanksgiving. He said, look, don't forget to thank him now. <laughs> Amen. It ain't just praying and asking him to supply your needs, praise the Lord. But it's also with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto who? Unto God. Huh? Unto God. Thank you, Jesus. What is prayer? Prayer is a petition to God. Amen. A petition to God. And then supplication is asking him to supply something. Hmm? You, may, you may need something, right? So that's what supplication is. Prayer is a petition or a begging, right? And then supplication uh, comes from the Latin word supplicare, amen, which is to plead humbly, amen, plead humbly. And that's the other thing too, when people pray, they need to understand that they need to be humble. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves, that's the first thing he said, right? Humble themselves, and pray humble themselves and pray watch this people who are not humble they don't pray people who are not humble they don't ask god for help hmm? but prayer when you go to god in prayer you're humbling yourself that's why we get on our knees as a sign of humbleness sometimes when people praise and worship him they lift up their hands right the lifting of the hands is a sign of surrender. Praise yes. the Lord. Amen. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Nowadays, I mean, hands up, don't shoot. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I don't mean to make that a joke, but that's 
Well, yeah, it's a sign of surrender. Hey, my hands are up. Don't shoot me. I'm surrendering. Don't shoot me, right? So when you pray to God, don't be afraid to get on your knees. Yeah, you can pray on the go. You can pray. You get to get that fast food prayer, right? <laughs> on the go. <laughs> Amen. We do that a lot, don't we? But sometimes we just got to use our time, some quality time, and just pray. And sometimes you don't just need to pray just to put a checklist, right? Sometimes you need to pray until you feel a release. Until you feel that peace. Praise the Lord. I was talking to one of the brothers out in the Dominican Republic. And he said that. He said, pray until you got peace. When you got peace, he said one of the old deacons used to tell him that. When you pray, don't get up until you got peace. When you got peace... That's when you've done making your petition. Praise the Lord. But a lot of times we do a fast food prayer. We just want to be on the go. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Don't do fast. Fast food prayer is good, right? <laughs> but sometimes we just need to have that quality time. Just spend some time. That it may take five minutes. Amen. Y'all ever prayed sometimes and when you're done praying, you say, Whoo, I feel good. I feel better. Amen. If you ain't had that kind of prayer, I challenge you. I encourage you, just do it. You got something on your mind. You got something that's happening with you. Amen. You got some stress that's weighing down on you. Praise the Lord. Some you burdened down. Praise the Lord. Children acting crazy, getting on your nerves. Work acting crazy, getting on your nerves. Family members burdening you down. Praise the Lord. Get on your knees and pray. Amen. And don't get up from prayer until you feel peace. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's when you know, okay, I, I feel better. You have now fully given it over to God. Praise God. But sometimes we pray and do that fast food prayer, then we're still worrying throughout the day. Don't you believe in prayer? Amen. You believe in prayer, right? If you believe in prayer, why are you going to pray and worry? Amen. Huh? He said be careful for nothing. Don't pray and worry. But how about you pray until you got peace on your knees. Then you get up and you ain't worrying no more. Hallelujah. I've given it over to God. Praise the Lord. I've given it to my King and my Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. The one who said he's my help and my buckler. Hallelujah. My God, the one who is a shield around me. Hallelujah. My God, you pray. Hallelujah. Until you feel much better about your situation. Thank you, Jesus. A lot of times we have many things on our mind. There's been many days I watching a Netflix show or Hulu show or something. I said, you know what? Let me spend a little time with God. I'll pause the show. I'll get down on my knees to pray. And while I'm praying, that show's still in the back of my head. All right, let me just say a few more words and I'm going to get back to my show. Well, what am I doing? I'm making a checklist. I wasn't praying to get a prayer through all the way. I was praying to feel better morally about myself to check a box. Come on, preach. Huh? Let's not do things for God just to check a box. Hallelujah. I'm preaching to myself. Hallelujah. Maybe there's a word for me and not y'all. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Huh? I, I, let's do, let's work for God. Hallelujah. Let's work for him. Let's not do it because he watching and she watching. Let's do it because I, I love God and I want to work for him. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's not just check boxes. Amen. 
Let's have our heart in what we do. Praise the Lord. You know what? And when you work for God, you feel so much better about yourself. You can spend time doing anything. I love to play a video game. I ain't really played my video game that much lately. Amen. But when I, when I play my video games, I'll spend hours on it. One football game in Madden will take 45 minutes to play. 45 minutes. At minimum, 40. If I get on the, on the, on the Xbox to play a Madden game, it's going to be 40 minutes to 45 minutes. Amen. But that's not productive with God, right? Now, I'm not saying don't play the video game. What I'm saying is that, have I put my priorities in order? Right. Huh? It's, it's okay. I believe that we should all should have a release. Praise the Lord. Yes. And somewhere to get by ourselves into release, right? Amen. We need that. But we need to make sure that we, let, we need to make sure that when that, that passion I put in that video game, am I being passionate when I do things for God? Hmm? Amen. Be careful for nothing. Don't be worrying. But he gave us an ultimatum. But, amen, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Your prayer, your petition to him, your supplication, if you need something, you need him to supply something, supplication, supply, right? Ask God for it. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto him. Amen. Look at verse 7. And the peace of God. And the what? Peace. peace of God. The reason people ain't got peace is because they ain't got enough prayer. That's right. Talk to me, Pastor Brandon. Preach to yourself, Pastor Brandon. Uh, I'm talking to y'all too. The reason people don't have peace is because they're lacking in prayer. Huh? Creflo Dollar said the reason you ain't got no peace is because you ain't gave money to the church. <laughs> uh, amen. I heard him say, he said, actually my bishop heard him say, let me get that right. My bishop heard him say, some of y'all ain't got no money because you got lack of faith. Now ain't that some mess? You saying I don't have money because I have lack of faith? As if faith going to get me money? Show me Bible for that. There's no scripture for that. Matter of fact, the apostles themselves didn't even have money. There was a man in the book of Acts chapter 3. He was laid at the gate called Beautiful. And he was asking everybody for alms, for money, as they walked into the temple for prayer. And Peter and John, he said, uh, Peter and John looked at him and said, Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, give I unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. They didn't have money, but they had faith and healed the man. Praise the Lord. And the man got up and went jumping and leaping and praising God in the temple. And everybody knew that there was the man that was laid at the gate called Beautiful. They knew it was him because he was laid there every single day. It's amazing how people lay people at the gate to beg for money and they going into the temple for prayer instead of bringing him in the temple to pray with him. That's right. Where's your priorities? Hmm? See, that's somebody who's worrying instead of having faith. 
That's the one who's worrying instead of praying. This man would rather be laid at the gate and ask for money because of, of, of he's probably lacking money. That's why he's asking for it, right? Laid at the gate asking for money instead of going into the temple to pray. And people would carry him to the gate and lay him there. Praise the Lord. Let's fix our prayer life and it will fix our stress life. Say that again. Fix our prayer life and it will fix your stress life. Praise the Lord. So that's what the scripture is encouraging us to do, to pray, not worry, but pray. And when you pray, you have faith that God is going to work it out. And when you and that's why it's important for you to stay there until you feel good about your prayer being released. Amen. You stay there until you feel the release. There's been many times I've prayed. And when I got up from prayer, I felt so good in my spirit. Amen. I felt like a burden has been taken off. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's when you have released it to God. Amen. Now, watch this. When you pray, he said, verse eight, verse seven, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds. So keep your hearts and minds. Huh? Amen. Through Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Y'all with me? So the prayer brings peace. But it's not just peace. It's the peace that passeth all understanding. God will give you so much peace. You won't even you can't even understand. Praise the Lord to you on Facebook. I see you there. Amen. Also, thank God for you who may be listening to this on Spotify. Praise the Lord. I pray this message is a blessing to you. For those of you watching on Facebook, go to Spotify and type in our page Rooted. It's called Rooted by Pastor Brandon Richardson. Rooted. We're trying to get people rooted in Jesus. Go to Rooted, and that's our podcast where we post our services also in Jesus' name. Um, when you pray, amen, when you pray, it brings a peace. But it's important for you to stay there until you feel that release. Praise the Lord. Amen. So that God has given us a mechanism of communication with him. And it seems so simple that we downplay it. Hmm. Prayer seems so simple that people don't do it. We get annoyed sometimes. with people. Well, just pray about it. Oh, you just, I've been hearing that all my life. What do you mean just pray about it? Ain't nothing really happening. See, prayer is so simple. It's a way that God has given us to communicate with him, to give him all of our petitions, all of our needs, all of our supplications. And he said, just pray. Amen. Luke chapter 18, verse 1, he said, I would that men would pray always and not faint. Amen. Pray and not faint. Amen. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, Amen. seek my face, turn from their wicked Amen. ways, then will I hear. Then will I. Then will I hear. See, a lot of people read the scriptures, but they don't see. They say, "Well, God, you say you will hear me. Well, you ain't did the first three things." He said, "Humble yourself, Amen. pray, yes. seek His yes. face." Turn for the four things. 
He gave you four things to do. Then he said, I will hear you. Yes. <laughs> then will I hear from and, and I will hear and heal your land. Right. Amen. Four things he gave us to do. The second thing was prayer. But the first thing was what? Humble yourself. Amen. Humble. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's go to Second uh, Peter real quick. Or for uh, first Peter chapter uh, five, I believe it is. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're going to read this and we'll close. Amen. First Peter chapter five. Verse five through eight. First Peter chapter five. Verse five through eight. I hope I'm saying something to help you. Amen. Amen. <coughs> All right. Um, verse five. When you have that, say, I'm with you. I'm with you. Amen. First Peter chapter five. And verse five through eight. And Lord willing, we'll close with this. Praise the Lord. Just want to encourage you tonight. Don't be worrying. Don't worry. Now watch this. Fear will always present itself to you. Okay. I want y'all to hear me out here. Fear will always present itself to you. But you cannot let fear control your life. Praise the Lord. You cannot let fear control your life. But you let faith control your life remember we preached a few weeks ago called the f word hmm? the f word amen the f word was faith praise the lord not fear but faith so i believe it's tasha cobbs has a song called i'm not a slave to fear i'm not a slave to fear praise the lord i don't know all the words but first peter chapter five and verse five you have to get another one there. It's in there, though. It should be, unless it got out. First Peter chapter 5, verse 5 through, uh, through 8. Now, listen. Humbling ourselves is something important when it comes to prayer. Because we're about to read here, people who are proud don't ask for help. Hey, maybe y'all been in that position before, right? You really needed something. But your pride was so in the way that you said, I'm not going to ask my parents for that. I'm not going to ask my friend to help me out. I'm not going to ask pastor, do you have $20 for gas until I get paid next week? I'm not going to ask for, uh, for, for groceries. I'm used to making it on my own and, and, and life just really hit me right now. I'll, I'll figure it out. Your pride in the way. Your pride is in the way. Amen. Don't y'all know we're supposed to be family? As a church, we're supposed to be family. Amen. And I think that's where a lot of these large churches are losing touch of. In the Bible, we have example of this in the scriptures of how it should be. They had all things common in Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 5. Praise the Lord. They had all things common to where... They, everybody sold their possessions 
and brought the money to the apostles' feet. And when they brought it to the apostles, the apostles distributed it to every family as they had need. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you make $20,000 a year and they make $40,000 and they make $200,000, they make $500,000 a year, they all will bring their money right. to the apostles. Amen. And if I'm making $500,000 and it's only just me and my wife and you got a family of 10, guess what? We distributed it to that family of 10 as they had need and Amen. gave me what I had need. We were a family, had all things common. When is the church going to get, don't you know that's what kept me in the church? I felt the love of the church. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus' love died on the cross for me, but it was my church family's love that held me there. Praise Hallelujah. Listen. Some of my family members might get mad when I say this, but it's the truth. My church family, I felt my church family was more of a, was, was showed me more love than my real family. My real family, yeah, I love you because you're family, right? But my church family, we had all things common. Praise the Lord. My wife will tell you, we used to go out to eat. Now, we were all college students. Well, guess what? I, I, I made maybe $200 a month, $300 a month doing work study work, working security on campus. Work study is where you got a job on campus. Some may work in the library. Some may work security. Some may work uh, in the cafeteria, whatever. But you will work there and they will pay you on, on, for doing work study on campus. And I was security. Praise the Lord. And I didn't have a lot of money, but guess what? We went to IHOP. Hey, there was a new visitor that came. Hey, we're going to IHOP after service. You want to go? Well, I ain't got no money. Don't worry about not having no money. We got you. I put $2 out there on the table. Somebody else put 75 cents. Somebody else put $3 out there. We scrapped up $7 between the midst of us, and that person ate for free. Praise the <laughs> Lord. And guess what? At some point, they probably had to do it for me. Right? We all had love one for another. We loved hanging around each other. We'll be the IHOP to 3 o'clock in the morning knowing we got class at 8 o'clock. You know, IHOP was 24 hours. <laughs> we'll be there fellowshipping after service was over. 10 o'clock, we all get on the van. We call it the Blueberry. It was an old rusty blue van. <laughs> the Blueberry. We hopped on that Blueberry, and we all, we about 10 of us. And we all would go to IHOP, and we'll be there laughing, fellowshipping, singing, talking, Encourage one another. Then we say, all right, y'all, let's go. One o'clock, we leave IHOP, but then we spend another two hours in the parking lot singing or something. Fellowshipping. Praise the Lord. And we loved it. Praise the Lord. We loved it. Wasn't nobody, it was brothers and sisters. Wasn't nobody trying to date each other. They were like our sisters. Praise the Lord. And if anybody tried to mess with them, guess what? Us brothers, they're like, hey, we'll, we'll do this. We weren't trying to fight nobody, but we was just tight like that. Right. My wife, before we was all just brothers and sisters, she ran out of gas. <laughs> she called me and said, I ran out of gas. You know what I did? I walked to the gas station, bought a uh, one gallon. They had a one-gallon gas can. I filled it up with gas, walked it to the church, put gas in her car, Gave her enough gas to get down, fill it up. You remember that? 
And she wasn't even my wife. She was just my sister. But I would have did that for any of them. Praise the Lord. We did it for any of them. Why? We were one family. And if y'all keep coming to church here, that's what I want to be, a family. Praise the Lord. I want to be a family. That's how the church, that's how, that's how I stuck in the church. Because I felt the love. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let's get back to humble yourself in prayer and we'll close. Verse 5 through 8 and we'll close. For all of you listening on Spotify, Facebook, or YouTube, um, I want to give you the plan of salvation here before uh, we read this last scripture. If you want to be saved, the Bible says repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's not accepting the Lord as your personal Savior and you're saved. It's not I prayed the prayer of faith and you're saved. Amen. Or I touched the other side of the TV screen of the preacher and I got saved. Praise the Lord. But the Bible says repent. That means you have to turn from your sins. You must be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. That is to wash away all of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's Acts chapter 2 and verse number 38. Praise the Lord. <laughs> All right. Um, verse five, first Peter, chapter five, verse five says, likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Ye all of you, yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with what? Humility. humility. Be clothed with what? Humility. You better wear humility. Don't walk around prideful. Amen. The Bible said God resisteth the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Praise the Lord. The book of Proverbs says that. Before destruction cometh pride. Amen. Or pride cometh before destruction. Praise the Lord. That's Proverbs. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 6, around verse 18, it says, Six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, a seventh is an abomination. The first thing he named was a proud look. Amen. God don't like pride. Don't you know it's pride that got Satan kicked out of glory? Right. Amen. Instead of humbling himself and being where he was supposed to be, he stepped into that pride box and said, I want to extend my throne above the almighty. He was prideful. And God said, not in here. Kicked his butt out. Sent him down to the earth. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So pride, he hates pride. The Bible said that. Proverbs 6 and 18, he said that. He hates a proud look. All right. Um, he said, be clothed with humility. Uh, end of verse five says, for God resisted the proud and give the grace to the humble. I just said that. Verse six, humble yourselves. Don't humble your neighbor. Don't humble your spouse. Huh? But humble who? Yourself. yourself. See, you even got to be humble if you want to obey the word of God. It takes humility. In order to obey what God said do. You know what prideful people say? Well, I don't believe the Bible because men wrote it. Y'all have heard that before, right? <laughs> you know what I tell people who say that? Man wrote the Bible. I say, well, of course he wrote it, you dummy. Of course man wrote the Bible. You ever seen a spirit write? No. So who had to write it? Man. Oh, so you don't believe man's writings? Do you believe in George Washington? 
Yeah. Who was he? First president, right? You ever met him? No. How you know about him? A man wrote it. Come on and talk to me. Huh? You believe in the Declaration of Independence? Who signed it? Thomas Jefferson, right? Was that who signed the Declaration of Independence? Thomas Jefferson? That's what they say, right? But we believe that, right? But we never met him, right? That was 1776. How do we believe? Why do we believe that? Because a man wrote it. You like sports? Yeah. You can't read no ESPN articles. You know why? A man wrote it. So you don't believe what man said, huh? Come on and talk to me. People say the stupidest stuff sometimes, but when you really question them about what they're saying, it don't even make sense. I don't believe the Bible because man wrote it. You see that billboard over there? Guess who wrote that? A man. You like the newspaper? You read the Kansas City Star? Guess who wrote that? A man. You like Moby Dick? You like books? You like Arthur's? Guess who wrote it? You like poetry? Guess who wrote it? A man. So why you won't believe this book if a man wrote it? But yeah, a man did write it, but they weren't the lying men. They were men like me, men that tell the truth because they're being moved by the Holy Spirit. I believe the book of Peter says, holy men speck as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. The people say some stupid stuff sometimes. And they say that to get you away from, but then I start questioning them about it, and now they wrapped up against the ropes and ain't got nowhere to go. Right. Praise the Lord. Oh, man, see, those are people who are not humble. They don't want the word of God. Or they say, the white man trying to control your life with the scriptures. <laughs> the white man. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people say that. White man. Or they say, I ain't gonna work for the white man no more. Uh, what? Then what you gonna do? Start your own business then. Right? Amen. People have these ideas and these theological ideas in their minds, and when you start to question them about why they believe that, it sometimes comes down to the end where it just don't make sense. Amen. Humble yourself, humility. Verse 6 Humble yourselves. Therefore, and that comes with examining yourself. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Huh? Just in time. He'll do it. Praise the Lord. See, when you're proud, you don't ask for help. That's why he's telling you to humble yourself. That's why he's telling you to humble yourself. When you're proudful, you'll try and fix it yourself instead of asking God to help you fix it. But when you humble yourself, you do a verse 7 say. When you humble yourself, you'll do a verse 7 say. What does verse 7 say? Casting all your care upon you. Mm -hmm. Come on. Now, didn't the other scripture we read say, be careful for nothing? <laughs> this coming together, ain't it? He said, be careful for nothing. That means don't worry about nothing. Verse 7 in 1 Peter chapter 5, he said, casting all your care, all your worry, huh, upon him, for he careth for you. Sometimes you don't need to take things to your friends. Some of your issues you're going through, you don't need to share it with your friends. You just need to share it with God. 
You cast your care and cast your worries and cast your problems, cast your issues, cast your trouble, cast your uh, unsettlements, cast, cast those things upon God. For he careth for you. How many know God cares? He cares. Amen. Because he care, give him prayer. Put that in your pocket and take it with you. <laughs> now, here we go. They go, they go to sermon to tonight's service. Because he care, give him prayer. Huh? Amen. Amen. Casting all your care upon him. See, when you humble yourself, you do what verse 7 say. Hmm? When you humble yourself, you do what verse 7 says. Home, uh, and then verse 8, be sober. Be vigilant. Sober don't mean don't be drunk. Sober means be under control. Hmm? People who are drunk is out of control, right? They walk, stumbling all over, out of control, right? Amen. But here he's not talking about drinking alcohol. Here when he say be sober, he means be under control. Spiritually, be under control. Be sober. Be vigilant. That means be watchful because your adversary, the devil, he you have an adversary and he even told you who it was. Your adversary is not me or your person sitting next to you or your family. Your adversary is spirit. It's a spirit. Your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He wants to eat you up. He wants to consume you, devour you. Amen. That's why he gets you to all these. Uh, that's why that's why after coming to this church, you have people pop back up in your life that you ain't talked to in years. And they want to have a church conversation with you. I'm trying to veer you off from what I just taught you. Hmm? The people that ain't never invited you to their church will start inviting you to their church. Why? He's trying to veer you off from where 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 from what I have taught you. Amen. Yeah. And if it ain't happened, look for it to happen. Look for it. I ain't got nothing but the truth for y'all. Amen. It's only truth and biblical truth. I'm going to give you a Bible for what I teach you. Biblical truth. Praise the Lord. And you're going to have people coming to you to distract you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Has somebody come to church? Ain't no boys ever talk to her. Then when she come to church, guess who start popping up in her face? Oh, I like you. I like you. And for somebody ain't never had that attention before, oh, you know, that make a girl feel good. Right? That makes a female feel good. I ain't no, no boy's ever been attracted to me. Now when I come to church and I want to get baptized in Jesus' name, every boy coming after me. That's a distraction the devil is throwing at you. Praise the Lord. Who don't want to be liked? Right? Amen. But when we have our focus and our heart, our affections are set on things above and not on things on this earth. We'll make the right decisions for God, toward God. Let me say that. We'll make the right decisions toward God. Amen. But it starts with humility. And I just love that scripture in Chronicles. Humble yourselves. Seek my face. And No, humble yourself and pray. Seek my face. Turn from your wicked ways. You know what turning from your wicked ways is? repentance <laughs> that's what it is Amen. so he wants you to humble yourself pray seek after him and repent then i'll hear from you then i'll hear from you praise the lord
So I hope that encouraged you. What I said the service topic was? Uh, cat, because he cares, give him prayer. Give him prayer. Praise the Lord. Write that down. Because he care, give him prayer. Amen? Amen. And, and one more story before we close. Remember when Jesus and the apostles were on a, on a ship and they were going to the other side? Jesus told them, let's go to the other side. And they all on the ship. And Jesus went into the hinder part of the ship and was asleep on the pillow. Well, the waves start coming in and tossing inside of the boat. They went and woke Jesus up. Jesus, Jesus. Wake up. They asked him a question. They said, carest not that we perish? Do you not care if we die? Is what they're asking him. That must have been a storm. That was a storm. <laughs> Prayer, they're talking about a storm supposed to be coming through here tonight. That was a storm. The apostles who were fishermen. Some of them were fishermen. They had seen storms before as a fisherman. It was something unique about this storm. They went and woke Jesus up. They know how to weather a storm as fishermen. They went and woke Jesus up and said, do you not care if we die? And Jesus said, oh, ye of little faith. Peace. Be still. Praise the Lord. Peace. Peace. Here we go to the word peace again. If you want peace, pray. And what did they do? When things got chaotic, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. <laughs> when thing, and, I, and I was going to teach something else today. When things get chaotic, you feel the storms of life tossing your little ship around. Right. You in the ship, you getting, you troubled on every side. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You troubled on every side. And you got to do what the apostles did. They went to Jesus and woke him up. See? That goes to show you he was man too. See, God the Spirit don't get tired. Praise the Lord. But God the Spirit wrapped himself in flesh, and now he was just like a man. He was God in the flesh. And the flesh wanted some sleep. <laughs> they went and woke him up, and he woke up, and he took care of the problem, didn't he? This stuff right here has got them fearful. They're fearful. Praise the Lord. Their faith has been shaken a little bit. Let me go and control what I can, which is everything. Those, wa those waves laid down like a baby at night. Praise the Lord. Amen. The wind stopped blowing. Praise the Lord. Can you see the sun coming out <laughs> from the dark clouds? Amen. And God made everything all right. But he did chastise them, didn't he? Oh, ye of little faith. He chastised them. Amen. If you having an issue with trusting in God, praise the Lord, you need to have more prayer. And it takes just you sacrificing. You have to sometimes shut off the radio and shut off the TV and say, this next hour, I just got to give it to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. This next hour, I just got to give it to him. Yeah. It's going to be prayer. And if I feel my release when I'm done with prayer, yeah. I'm going to open my scriptures and read something. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to read. The Bible's a lot of pages there. You got notes from church? Start with your notes. Amen. Know what I used to do? I didn't know what to read. I just open up. Oh, Matthew chapter 2 sounds good. Okay. Right? Open. You're taking notes at church. If you want something to study, study the notes that you took in the church that week. And feed that to yourself. Yes. 
Yes, you're going to be reading the same scripture. You're going to be reading 1 Peter 5, verse 5 through 8 again. Yeah, you're going to read that again, but that's okay. Because when you need that word, it's going to bubble up in you. Hallelujah. Yes, you're going to read Philippians 4 and 7. We already read that in the church, but I got to go read it again. Ain't know what you do when you study? When you're in school, you study. You went over to class, now you're going over at home so you can pass the test. Praise the Lord. Yes. This is Bible education class. Yes. This is Bible study. Praise the Lord. When you go home, you're getting the information. When you go home, study the information. When your test come, you got faith. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. It's just like school. It's just like school. And in school, sometimes they give you a pop quiz. In life, that's what your trials are. You don't know when they're coming. It's just a pop quiz. <laughs> huh? Don't it make it sound a little bit less like a test? Huh? Oh, it's just a pop quiz you're going through. People start coming to me. I'm going to say, ah, oh, it's just a pop quiz. Have faith in God. You got it. Keep going through. Keep your faith. Stay encouraged. Keep coming to church. Don't, when you start going through, don't stop coming to church. That's what a lot of people mess up at. They stop coming to the instructor. When you're struggling in school, don't you go to the instructor and say, hey, I'm having a hard time understanding this part of our lesson. Can you help me? And the professor will go in and help you. Praise the Lord. See me 15 minutes after class is over. I'll be happy to go over with you to help you get some one-on-one -on -one attention. Don't be afraid to do that with your pastor. Look, pastor, I'm having a hard time right now. Huh? Go to the professor. Amen. Don't you know in the Bible they called them, uh, when they said lawyers, they had lawyers in the Bible. Lawyers. See, when we think of a lawyer, we think of, hey, can you get me out of this speeding ticket? Can you get me out of this traffic violation? Can you help me? I have uh, uh, somebody suing me for this, this, that, and other. I need a, somebody to defend me. But in the Bible, when it said lawyer, it's talking about people who are doctors or studiers of the law. Yes, of the Old Testament, yes, of the amen. law. Those were called lawyers, lawyers. And that's what a lawyer in today's world is, right? A studier of the law. So in the Bible, they were lawyers, praise the Lord. And so lawyers were there, but guess what? Lawyers still need to be saved too. They need to be saved. So that's why salvation is important. But most importantly, because he care, give him prayer. Amen. God bless your Facebook. God bless your Spotify and the YouTube in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. This is Pastor Brandon. I hope this message was encouraging unto you. I want to give you the opportunity to be a true disciple for Jesus Christ. What the Bible says is repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That is Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, and that is the true plan of salvation. I hope that you obey the word of God. I hope that you continue to tune in to our messages so that you may be encouraged and continue to be rooted in Jesus Christ. And if you like, uh, you can email us at newransomjesuschurch at gmail.com. I also encourage you to go to our website and subscribe to our blog, newransomjesuschurch.com, 
subscribe to our blog. You'll also be able to find out how you can give to this ministry as well if this ministry has been a blessing unto you. God bless you. And until next time, stay rooted in Jesus.